0: This episode is dedicated to my grandma, who sadly passed away last week. You were the most amazing and I'll miss you greatly. Earth's face obscured by Paris Ruskash. This is the
1: AR Podcast.
0: We stared at the stars so much that we missed the earth. Silence and remorse that we are isolated in the sky. And we don't imagine language beyond our star. Oh, if we knew that our share of the infinite galaxy and of the unbounded world... Is just a nest, and our flight wouldn't reach the other side of the garden. We would kiss the leaf and hug the moon tight. I'm a doctor. It's a profession that may be considered a special mission, a devotion. It calls for involvement, respect, and willingness to help all other people Eva Kopacz
1: At the time of delivery, Uh, it is recommended uh, at the present time that uh, when a child uh, uh, was delivered, uh, you take uh, him or her on the chest of the mother. Uh Uh, With
0: heartbeat, like you know?
1: No, uh, they should have uh, skin to skin contact at the time of delivery. It is very, very amazing. I love babies. And I enjoy to communicate them. Pediatrics med- medicine uh, is not good as we look at it uh, from uh, economical view. I uh, Because there' uh, any procedures that uh, leads to to earn money. I
0: Hey, folks. This is your host, Lenny Ruskash. A very warm welcome to another episode of the Air Podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. During the past few weeks, I've received an enormous amount of love from you, and I simply cannot be happier. All I can say is for you to keep listening. Thank you. Doctors work tirelessly every day so you and I could live an easier life. They're miracle workers. And my guest on the podcast is an angel. She's a pediatrician and a professor at one of the best universities in Iran. Please welcome shashani Shashanipur. This is the a r podcast.
1: This was very interesting yeah. for me, uh, and I think and uh, if you go to the um, Doctor Azadagan. Yeah. Office. Yeah. Uh, he will be very glad to see you.
0: Yes, I. I I think I'm, the thing is I I think I'll be very emotional <laughs> at the time that I'm going to like you because now uh, I I remember his face. Yes. And the thing is, for a child, for a baby, for a little kid, going to doctors is something that they hate. They don't like going to doctors. They don't like the smell. They don't like anything about basically like, you know, like a pediatrician, like, like an office, which is like, you know, the smells of like alcohol, maybe, maybe or something that reminds them of uh, injections and stuff. But for me, going to Masa Zadegan was a, was an experience. Every time I was going to go there, I was like, are we going to Masa? Like it was, it was, it was something that I really wanted to do. And uh, I would go there and I would and see these little kids sitting around. They were playing games. I think for the time, for like uh 20 years ago, like 22, 23 years ago, this was a uh, uh, something. I, I don't think we had a lot of it in in Iran to treat kids like kids, basically. And yes. I think he, uh, Mr. Khan is some some uh, a person that I would um, I would love to meet again, just to just to tell him that uh, you not only saved my life, but you changed my perspective towards like the the entire like you know the uh, medical community and yeah. So, yeah, if if he's listened to this, I, I don't really think he is, but if he's listened to this, uh, you are just one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I have so many questions because you are the first, uh, doctor that I've ever had on the podcast. So I'm going to ask you so many questions. I'm just going to like, you know, shoot questions at you. Um, something that has recently happened to me is that I have, uh, lost my grandma yes. and, uh, Whenever something like that happens, you start questioning everything. You start thinking about everything. And one of the things that I've been thinking of is, what is so mysterious about life and death? When a little baby is born, we all think of it as a very positive thing. And when somebody uh, like you know passes away, you think of it as such a negative thing. You're like, what are these? What are, what is this uh, conception, or maybe a misconception that we have, uh, that uh, we think of death as a very negative thing and being born or like having a a little baby come into this life as a very positive thing.
1: Uh, I think that the delivery of a baby is a good experience because uh, we have a new member of our family uh, and uh, see him, touch him. But that uh, is uh, mysterious for us that uh, we miss somebody. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know what happened for him or her. Yes. I think that uh, that is uh, a part of uh, natural living. Uh,
0: something which is pretty interesting is that every time something um, unknown is, uh, like, you know, presented to uh, like us humans, we almost always think of, uh, like, you know, God and, like, you know, what God must have planned for us. Uh, I, I remember something uh, uh, called the dark matter. Uh, Astronomists uh, came up with this term, dark matter. They said, okay, there's something in inside the universe that we cannot figure out what is what it is, and uh, we have to, um, we want to take pictures of it, but we don't. We can't really understand, like you know, because it's dark, we can't really understand yes. what's behind it. And everybody started asking questions: Is that God? Are we finding God? Because it's unknown to us Yes. that we think like you know, it's God. It's right after that we can see God definitely. So, and uh, when you ask a person what's going to happen to the person who dies, uh, everybody would say, oh, they're going go to go to God. This is something that we all believe in yes. because we have no idea what's going to happen after, after our death.
1: This is exactly true. Uh, we have some experiences in um, our daily living. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when you were a child yeah. and uh, you go to school for first time, yeah. you didn't have any idea about it. It was worrying for you. Yes. Some uh, other people have experiences about it and uh, tell you yes. uh, and uh, give some information to you. But uh, nobody comes uh, from other world that tells uh, <laughs> yes, her, her or his experiences about death. Yeah. And, and this, this
0: and this thing has been such an unknown thing to us. That yes. Even a, if a person comes up to me and says, "Oh, I've just come back from death. <laughs> yes. I've seen the other side, and yes. I want to talk to you about it," I was just going to be like, oh, "No, thank you."
1: Uh, if you uh, talk to somebody who have experiences of syncope mm-hmm. or fainting, they say to us that uh, they have a good feeling. Mm-hmm. There was silence and uh, somebody see lights mm-hmm. uh, or uh, amazing sounds. I see. I s- uh, talk to uh, very people that have uh, these uh, experiences and uh, nobody says that it was uh, fearful. Uh-huh. or so, uh, They, they, they didn't the have any bad experiences about uh, fainting. I and I think that uh, if fainting uh, leads to coma and death, uh-huh. maybe they have like these experiences. I
0: understand. Um, have you ever had, or have you ever seen the, like a patient who was uh, in, a, in a coma and then have come back and like, yes. have talked about it?
1: Yes. Uh, some of them tell me that they uh, hear the sounds. Yeah. And uh, they have a bad feeling that uh, they can't react the sounds, for example, uh, their family uh, were crying, uh-huh. yeah.
0: which is a true thing. Like they really yes. happened around yes, yes, them, uh-huh. yes, yes.
1: Uh, because they yeah. can hear uh, their family sounds, uh-huh. but uh, but uh, can't respond. Yeah, to them they have bad uh, feeling. It
0: must have been to think to think that like you know, hey, I'm okay. Like you know, thinking like you know, hey, I'm okay. Like don't cry or something, but you can't really say it.
1: Like uh, in medicine, uh, we tell the family of a patient that is coma that you can uh, speak to mm-hmm. him or her and tell about uh, your good experiences, good things, wish them good things. They can hear you yeah. and encourage them to fight yes. with that. I think that when a person decided to die, yeah. it is hard to treat him, mm-hmm. him or her.
0: Are you thinking that like it's a decision?
1: No, that is not a decision. Yeah. But uh, when somebody likes to that, I think that uh, it is very, very difficult. Very hard to, to change, change
0: basically their mind. Yes. To, like, yeah. You've had experiences of um, watching a baby being born. And I think that's at, like the birth of a baby. That must be something uh, very magical. Uh, yes. And I just wanted to ask you the question, like, like, have you ever had the experience of delivering a baby?
1: Yes, I have many experiences.
0: At, what went when I your was mom? medical students.
1: yeah. Uh, at first, yeah. I can yeah. watch and see, but in a higher grade, uh, I delivered some baby. It was very amazing for me, especially yeah. in. A, Many years ago, there wasn't many devices uh, such as uh, or method such as sonography uh-huh. that uh, you can know that, uh, what is the baby's gender. Yeah. And uh, this was surprising for uh, mother yeah. uh, and uh, other members of the family. Yes. That what is the baby, yeah. girl or a boy. Some things that uh, was hard for me that in delivery of a baby is very painful. For mother, and uh, I think that the hardest part of this painful process is that you don't know how uh, this pain would last. As my uh, personal experience, I think that if I know that the pain lasts for five hours, uh, I can save my energy. I understand. Is, is that like an
0: average number of hours that, like, uh, uh, the
1: first uh, time that the mother has delivery, it may last longer, really? Yes, but. Uh, we're In talking the, about
0: five hours of, or at least five hours of like, total pain. And even
1: uh, 12 hours or 24 hours.
0: That's something that I can never imagine.
1: It is a uh, yeah. normal process. To have 24 can, hours of, like, that's, oh, that's yes. normal?
0: So it's, it's and, uh, painful for the mother, and it's uh, tire, very tiring for you, I, I suppose. Uh,
1: not very uh, tiring for midwives uh, or gynecologists mm-hmm. uh, or, or somebody that has the responsibility for delivering the child because uh, she uh, come examine the mother and go
0: yeah uh,
1: but when the active phase of the delivery begins it is very interesting you must be careful that save the baby and mother life when you hear the first cry of the baby is very interesting okay <laughs> wow for mother and everybody that it is present at the delivery
0: room yeah um, i can only imagine that you need to know a, a lot about psychology as well like uh when you're delivering a baby you i think you must be talking to the mother constantly like to calm them down or something yes. or like you know give them because i'm i'm like i've, I've never had the, the experience or anything but uh, I'm pretty sure they must be under a lot of stress and at the same time a lot of pressure because everybody wants the baby to come out as soon as possible and uh, they, they have a, a lot of pain so their their minds are basically working in so many different directions so I think, like, is, is that what you do? You talk to the... Um...
1: Yes, uh, we must talk to the mother mm-hmm. and uh, we must calm her yes. at the present time uh, some hospitals uh, permit that father to the delivery room Okay, this was is, very that... helpful
0: We didn't have this?
1: We didn't have this before? No. Uh, Is that
0: that against the religion because of that? Or was it something...
1: No, we we didn't have uh, this for many years. And uh, in many hospitals, uh, we don't have uh, at the present time. In the delivery room, presence of father in the delivery room.
0: But this is something that I can't... uh, Why? (laughs) Like, why is... What is the reason? I
1: don't know. Uh, Father can come in the delivery room. And talk to her wife. Yes, I think this is very helpful. Oh Yes, very, very helpful. So why do we have it in (laughs) some of these Uh, hospitals? I I didn't know the exact reason for this.
0: Okay, Uh, there's so many different methods of delivering a baby. And uh, like, of course, one of the method is the natural way. And like, I've had, the, um, I've seen these uh, little, little baths, like, you know, that they, they have a bath that yes. they, the mother would deliver the baby inside the... Inside yes, the... yes. So um, do you encourage any of those methods? Uh, like, yes, like, uh, I, I, they... I
1: encourage any method that uh, leads to normal vaginal delivery. Mm-hmm.
0: I understand.
1: Like using bath.
0: So what you're saying is that natural way is the... the... Correct best way and pain. the best way yes. of doing it. Okay, but that, that means more painful for the mom, right?
1: At the delivery time, it is uh, painful. But uh, uh, the caesarean section has uh, many problems for mothers. I understand. And uh, maybe that uh, at the delivery time, she didn't have uh, many pains. Mm-hmm. Because. Uh, of course, yeah. It's, it's a but, surgery. Uh, we don't really understand yes. what happens. But after that, she has a painful process.
0: Which in the natural way, you don't really have? Time. Yes. Okay. So okay, fine. So the natural way would have painful like delivery, but then not a lot of pain after that. But then the cesarean section would have
1: Uh, after that uh, Mm -hmm. some pain, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is natural. But uh, because the cesarean section is a great surgery, Mm -hmm. uh, it is obvious that the pain is more longer than normal vaginal delivery. I think that the delivery uh, is like that. My mysterious for mother uh-huh. and the uh, mother You know, prefer to deliver their baby in uh, cesarean section uh-huh. method I because uh, they say that we go to sleep then mm-hmm. i wake up i can see my baby um,
0: which is understandable like <laughs> from their yes. i think perspective um, during the process of delivering a baby what are the um, dangers that would uh, like you know uh, that is right around the corner for the mom and for the there baby
1: are many problems that may take place in the delivery room if uh, everything uh, doesn't go in right way maybe mm-hmm. harmful for the child and mother
0: i see anything After, could go wrong.
1: it is uh, a stressful process for Doctor and with, uh, when it's finished, everybody is happy.
0: The the only thing I can uh, think of because I've never had the experience and I've never seen anybody basically uh, giving birth, but the only thing I can think of and it's, I think it's a very stupid thing to say, but the only thing I can think of is that when when I like you know create something. Um, it could be cooking, fine, and then I deliver the the meal to somebody, yes. and they eat it, and they are very happy. I think that, I'm not saying that it's, it is the same feeling, but I think it's the closest I can I can imagine, basically, to yes. have. And when you deliver the baby, the 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 your feeling must be. um Kind of very, I think very close to the mothers. Like, you know, you've delivered the baby, but the, at the same time, the mom is basically like, you know, she doesn't. I have a question because you have two sons, right? So when you delivered your, 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 uh, your kids, well, what was the feeling then? Like as a mom, like
1: what was the feeling? I was very tired <laughs> yeah. and uh, energyless. Yes. When I look at uh, the face of my baby, I was very happy. Yeah. and I get some energy yeah was it
0: was it again the uh, uh, the crying of the baby that made you <laughs> go yes. because
1: and, um... I wish uh, that uh, I uh, could uh, hug them yeah. they um, take uh, my baby cover him and uh, take him away yeah but I wish uh, that I can hug him at the time of delivery yeah. uh, at, it is recommended uh, at the present time that uh, when a child uh, the, was delivered uh you take uh, him or her on the chest of the mother
0: uh-huh. and with heartbeat like you know no uh, of... they
1: should have skin to skin contact oh, at the see. time of delivery it is wow. very very amazing
0: i think that goes back to our roots and everything like you know as uh, like you know people we just i think i think we need the human touch like so something yes. like that or like uh i'm just thinking of it like he, from a psychological point of view. Yeah, so many animals in the in in the world like i think they they have the same thing when they yes. deliver the baby, they just want the baby to be with them and like you know the entire time, maybe to have that touch basically to uh, yes. basically tell them that hey, i'm your mom, like i'm here to protect you. Um okay. Do you encourage uh, any exercise uh for moms during the pregnancy?
1: Yeah. There are some uh, yoga exercises or walking mm-hmm. and some special uh, exercises for mothers yeah. that prevent uh, low back pain mm-hmm. uh, and uh, strengthen their muscles, make them ready for healthy delivery.
0: Yeah. Um, how much of uh, help are the husbands when it comes to like, you know, pregnancy and, and like what are the things that the that husbands should know of? When it comes to the pregnancy of their their wife,
1: I think that the um, classes that are presented uh, to both father and mothers are very very useful. Mm-hmm. Maternal feeling is uh, natural,
0: but
1: but uh, fathers must teach their role, and I think uh, if they uh, participate in educational class in the pregnancy period, uh, they will be a better father mm-hmm. for their. Child.
0: Uh I'm go- I'm going to uh, I'm risking basically so many things right now to ask you this question uh and to basically come up with this subject alone. Now, we live in a country that um men think that they know everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh it's not like you know it's because I'm uh, a male basically so I understand like the the whole concept because it's just something that we all think of like we know everything like this is something that we all have. But um, when it comes to delivering, like you know, when it comes to pregnancy, um, do you think husbands are as helpful as they should be?
1: No, mm-hmm. uh, many uh, moms think that uh, pregnancy is related to their wife. It's She's her responsible. Yeah. Okay, it's it's, it's uh, you're your own. <laughs> yeah, and thank, uh, take take of a child is the maternal maternal duty. Uh, but I am glad that uh, in the recent years, uh, this belief is changing.
0: Is it like you can see husbands coming? Yes. Like they are un- understanding their own I, I,
1: I see many fathers that uh, get their baby to a doctor and uh, then go to the drugstore. Uh, many of them uh, say that uh, I take care of my baby in the illness period. Mm-hmm. This is interesting for me. But I see some fathers that uh, come uh, with uh, their wives and child to the office. Uh, and uh, when I ask a question, uh, they translate it to the mother. <laughs> and uh, for example, uh, I ask, uh, what is her temperature to both of them? Yeah. But uh, the father ask the same question to mother. So, yeah. And uh, <laughs> when the mother respond to my question, uh, the father tell it to me. This is uh, interesting for me. I
0: understand. That's uh, it's something that I think is is definitely changing. Yeah, for the good, hopefully, in our country. Something which is not—it's a common belief in um, in this country, and maybe in many other countries. I have no idea. I'm talking about the our country because this is the country I know of. Um, the dads would say, and this is a common belief that we think the dad would um, have to work. Uh, You know, after a child is born and like after they have a child and uh, and the mom should take care of the baby. And these two like these are two separate roles and and the mom would have to um, stay at home. I I know of so many of my friends that are going through the same thing. Um, I don't want to name names, but uh, like, you know, the the wife would stay at home uh, taking care of the baby the whole time and she has to quit her job. And she has to quit all the activities that maybe she wanted to do or she she had the plans of, yes. and then the dad has to go to work and this is the roles and this is what they think of like uh, maybe like I'm, I'm pretty sure this is changing for the good, but uh I believe this is a misconception that everybody yes. believes yes. it
1: uh, so many people said uh, the mother uh, loses uh, her job after yeah. having a child yeah and she, sometimes she prefer to stay. At home and take care of her baby
0: yeah uh, do you think this is because moms are more emotional
1: we accept it as a rule yeah i think we accept it as a rule i understand
0: okay uh, thank you so much um well these are my questions like i'm asking you my questions because uh, you see i don't have a kid but uh and uh honestly speaking i'm not like you know my my wife and i we're not really planning on having a kid right now because it just we don't think that having a kid would improve our lives, (laughs) I (laughs) guess. But uh, I've talked to you before the podcast about the situation that I had. And when I was a little kid, um, something happened to me or something. I have no idea. Uh, And this is what my grandma told me. And it's a story that uh, when I was born, two or three weeks after that, I started having these... We, we can't really call it a disease. It, it's uh, it's a situation that I had that I couldn't really breathe properly after I, uh, like, you know, I had, uh, I, I would have some uh, food or something, I, I would, like, you know, milk. I wouldn't really, uh, like, you know, breathe properly. And uh, my parents would go to so many different pa- pediatricians to understand what what the problem is. And um, Mr. Alexander Khan he saved my life by, like, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, telling my parents what, what they really should do. Um but that's something that was really uncommon. Like, my parents would not know anything about this. What are the dangers that would affect a child after they're born? Or what are the dangers, you know, right around the corner?
1: And they should have the proper feeding position, uh, take care of the temperature of the environment. Uh, and uh, respond to uh, the emotional signal of mm-hmm. the, child, the child.
0: By emotional signal you mean? Um,
1: uh, the babies are different. Some of them are uh, easy baby. Some of them are difficult babies. Some yeah. have colic, some cry many times.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think about my disease? What do you think of us? <laughs>
1: um, I uh, think that uh, you didn't have a serious disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you have reflux gastroesophageal reflex, and uh, uh, maybe there was a small fistula mm-hmm. between your trachea or, and esophagus.
0: You are talking uh, medical terms. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But, oh, yes.
1: Yeah. Or maybe the muscle or structures in your larynx or pharynx may be weak uh, and this leads to uh, this uh, feeling for you or this situation.
0: Okay, Understand. Uh, fine. So you think it wasn't really that uh, big of a deal? Uh,
1: no, I think that uh, there was uh, not as serious mm-hmm. or life-threatening. Uh, and is this
0: the reason situation. why I uh, tend to cough or like uh, clear my throat every now and then?
1: At the present? Yeah. Uh, I think, but uh, I think you may have uh, mild reflux. Uh-huh. Still. And the content of your uh, stomach mm-hmm. comes uh, up, and uh, it irritates your uh, larynx.
0: Oh, I see. Is it treatable, or is it something that I have to do yes. with Oh, okay. There Fine. So I think after a... the <laughs> podcast, I should ask you so many other questions. <laughs>
1: By medication.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, what do you think about the education? When you're thinking about the um, what we have, the, the education you're on, do you think... Uh, uh, in terms of understanding, the whole reproduction basically. Do you think the educational system of Iran is in a very good place? Uh,
1: no, uh, I think that is a uh, red line. Yeah, sure. Uh, in our uh, culture, mm-hmm. but I think that uh, if we can present some uh, information about reproductive system to our child in early high school, mm-hmm. it can be very useful.
0: It can be very useful. At the same time, I'm thinking if uh, our schools are not providing this information, maybe our parents should be able to you know, talk to their uh, children about this.
1: Yes, but uh, as uh, I said, it is a, a red line. Yeah, sure. Uh, Shameful things yeah. that the parents fix to the, their child about this. Uh, I think uh, that we can help from teachers, mm-hmm. some social media. I think that the parents uh, should have control their information that uh, are presented to their child.
0: You're right. And when uh, information is um, basically is locked in some sort of a cage, and we can't really access the information. That's uh, when, uh, as like you know, as kids we would tend to uh, go on to, uh, like, you know, asking questions from our friends. And yes. they would have, uh, like, maybe wrong information about Estonia, oh, the different yes. stuff they can add, tell us uh, the information that we cannot, like, you know, learn the wrong information. Or uh, at the same time, in the with the um, advancement of technology and Internet Uh, The information is right out there. Like, you know, you can't really like if you don't tell your kid Your kid will probably go on the internet to learn maybe the wrong Uh, information or the right information
1: I uh, don't think that we present the information in the internet. Mm -hmm. We can um, prepare some films Mm -hmm. or teasers or books and present them to our children
0: When I was in India um, I was um, I went to school, and in the first uh, grade that I went to was the ninth grade. I was in the ninth grade, and um, there uh, we had biology, and inside, like you know, this subject, we had uh, a chapter called reproduction. Now, the thing is, after coming back to Iran and going to university, I realized that we don't really have this chapter that was taught to me back when I was in the ninth grade. We don't really have this chapter in our university yet. Like we have uh, different classes that uh, talks about like, you know, different ways of like, you know, preventing like, you know, pregnancy and stuff like that. Yes. But it's still not detailed. It just is such a like, you know, it just touches the surface of the of the entire subject yes. a little yes. bit. Uh,
1: at the university, um, there was some subject. It was family planning yes. in, uh, several years ago. Uh, but uh, in the recent years, it is about uh, family knowledge or family science. Uh, I think this uh, subject will be more useful if present early high school mm-hmm. for both girls and boys.
0: Before their mindset is set, yes. basically. Like yes. Before they have actually a, a mindset about yes.
1: this. It is a health issue. Mm-hmm. What are the
0: most uh, common misconceptions that uh, parents have of uh, pediatricians?
1: Uh, one of the most uh, important misconceptions is that uh, parenting think that the, the child should have an, any disease. Mm-hmm. This is uh, not true. I told the parent that uh, 8 to 12 times uh, getting in a common cold is uh, natural for uh, every child. Uh, especially uh, at the first year that we go to the kindergarten.
0: Mm-hmm. I see. Um and is- there's
1: many people or parents insist that uh, when um, a child uh, gets in common cold, uh, they should give him yes. some antibiotics that stop the disease at uh, the first time of uh, using uh, the drug. yeah this is a wrong belief that mm-hmm. I um, speak to them times uh, some of them ask this disease how long lasts yeah uh, two, how, years, how would you know? two years years, <laughs> uh, and uh, I tell them that many different viruses can lead to diseases uh, that we commonly say to it common cold mm-hmm. uh, and uh, each of them have uh, its uh, special courses I, understand.
0: I think this is a misconception that we all have uh, from doctors in general like when I go to the doctor and I say hey I have cold I basically i this is what i uh, have in mind that when i go inside the uh, doctor's office the the, the doctor would give me some sort of an antibiotic or an injection would just eradicate my disease right there like you know i'm just i'm waiting for it i'm like hey it's been two days they like, come on like you got to wait for for a little bit because um i don't know a lot about biology but uh, the little information that i have is that um the body would update itself every now and then so if you're having a lot of like anti- antibiotics, like the body will like have the uh, the strength to fight back next time. Yes. Like you know, at the, like when you have a new disease, then you have antibiotics, and it doesn't really work on you because you've had it before. And yes. like you know, now the disease kind of knows how your body works.
1: Yes. Uh, most of the people, the parents that insist to prescribing for them uh, different antibiotics. Didn't use it correctly, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, when the first sign of the disease will uh, de- decrease, they stop using the antibiotics. Um, but uh, when I prescribe uh, an antibiotic for a special situation, such as the bacterial sinusitis, uh, I uh, repeat uh, several times to the mother that you should use it. Uh, for example. For several days. For example, two weeks, ten days. Yeah. Uh, and I tell them that uh, if the uh, signs and symptoms of the disease uh, decrease, don't stop using antibiotics. Until the duration. But for other the medicines such as uh, analgesic, uh, I tell them that uh, when your sign is permanent, mm-hmm. you can use it. Okay. And uh, when it decreases, you can stop using it.
0: Uh, there's a trend uh, in Iran and uh, there's or maybe uh, again other countries but I have no idea anything about the, you know other countries when it comes to this uh, I believe that some of the trust is uh, vanished between the the patients and the doctors a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm thinking when uh, I go to the doctor um, and I like the doctor looks at me and says this is the disease you have and these are the medicine that you should take I don't trust that person a hundred percent i would say maybe i need to ask my friend who's a doctor and i have to talk talk about the yes. medicines that he's given me my dad had this um uh he had a herniated disc so he would go to this doctor and the doctor who was a specialist of course he would say uh you need to have a a surgery right away fine and then the like he would he, he told he looked at me. i was like oh, so come on let's do it you should have a surgery he's like okay wait we have to go to the next doctor that I know of, and he might yes. have. A, so funny enough, he went to the next doctor, and the doctor said, "No, you don't have to have a surgery. You can, like, you know, you can have physiotherapy, and everything will go away." And he did physiotherapy, and everything did actually go away. So wh- why do we have this? Why is it that we, um, the doctors out there, um, are misusing kind of our trust a little bit? And this is why we have the trend around them. People don't really 100% trust the, the doctors.
1: Trust to a doctor is uh, half of the treatment plan. Yeah. Uh, but in medicine, we de- didn't have exact uh, rule for treating uh, illness. Mm-hmm. Both of the doctors uh, may say in right way. Yeah. Uh, but when you trust to a doctor, you accept his plan. Yeah. For treating a um, disease, maybe the there were different ways. Uh-huh. Uh, you choose as a doctor one way, and I choose another way. I
0: understand. So it's not like you know there's no right or wrong way. It's just different methods. Yes, I understand.
1: Yes. Uh, in um, most of the time, but uh, we have misdiagnoses, mm-hmm. overdiagnoses, underdiagnoses in medicine.
0: Um, and there's something else that I really wanted to ask you because you're a doctor. There's a myth. Basically. I'm not saying this is actually true. It's a myth. I have no idea if it's true or not. Um, they, would, yeah. they would say doctors have um, these little contracts with the pharmacies, basically. And uh, like, you know, when somebody comes in for, for like a common gold or something, they would prescribe the, the medicine that the pharmacy has asked them to sell, basically. And uh, is, is this an actual yes. thing that has happened? Yes. Well, it's not a myth then.
1: Uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, do this uh, anytime I, and uh, I'm sure that uh, I uh, will not do this in the future yeah. but uh, it happens for me that uh, the f- pharmacy uh, tells me that uh, this drug has a l- low time to expire date yeah. <laughs> and please prescribe it but uh, when it is not necessary, I never prescribe it. I
0: so it's true.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> economical situation in Iran has a bad uh, effect in your relationship. Definitely, yes,
0: definitely. Uh, do you think um, Iranian medicine is as effective as uh, like you know medicines from other countries? Uh, again, yes. so again a misconception is when you go to a pharmacy, you say, uh, "Do you have this sort of a, like antibiotic, for example?" And the 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 person would say. Do you want the Iranian version of it or do you want the, like, you know, they would ask you the question. And for me, when that question is asked, I almost immediately say, okay, the Iranian one, I think is pretty bad. This is why he's asking me this question. And I I should go for the foreign one.
1: Some um, company uh, that uh, produce drugs Mm -hmm. uh, are very good. Uh And uh, many situations, Iranian drugs are effective. Uh, But it depends the uh, belief of your doctor. Yeah. If I as a doctor believe that uh, foreign drugs are uh, more effective uh, i teach it to our my patients I understand. Uh, and uh, sometimes uh, it is the reality that uh, foreign drugs uh, acts better mm-hmm. um
0: why did you go into this field? Why did you become a pediatrician
1: um, I love babies and I enjoy to communicate them. Pediatrics medicine uh, is not good. as We look at it uh, from an economical view uh, because uh, does any procedures that uh, leads to to earn money. But I think that uh, if I come back, my love, and I I want to choose uh, a field, for studying as a specialist, uh, I choose pediatrics really? okay. again. Yeah,
0: that says a lot. Yeah, because I, I know a lot of people that, if you ask them right now, would you, would you change it? They would say, yes, I would definitely change my field if I go back. So you, you have no regrets. You think this is good?
1: If way? I uh, want uh, to respond to my uh, priority or enjoyable work, I choose pediatrics medicine again but uh, if i uh, want to earn money maybe i choose another yes.
0: would you would you uh, suggest people like if, if they're uh, if they're like looking forward to becoming a doctor and uh, they don't really know which like you know field they want they really want to do
1: uh, as a job i think that uh, you should uh, choose that job that you like it mm-hmm. because it is your life I believe it. Uh, I think that you you should like your job.
0: I understand, and you believe that you love your job. Yes. Uh, fine. Uh, the uh, last question that I have of you is that: uh, Do you have any suggestions for parents um, dealing with pregnancy and uh, like you know people who are planning to have a baby? Uh, do you have any suggestions for them? Like uh, something that you think is not um, available to them in, you know, based on our educational system and everything. Do you think there's something that you can uh, tell them in, from basically this platform?
1: I think that in our country, um, having a child is a duty for a couple. Yeah. I think that uh, when uh, a couple planned for having a baby, they should uh, receive uh, many information if uh, they want to be a good parent and they make them ready Mm -hmm. for this job. This is a job. Parenting is a job. Uh, But uh, not in our our country, but I think that it may be true for other countries that Mm -hmm. uh, you uh, go to school and then sometimes to university and uh, then... Marry with somebody and uh, then uh, you should uh, have baby Mm -hmm. uh, as a duty. I understand. Uh, But I think uh, as uh, any situation, you should should have some information uh, and uh, make uh, yourself ready for this duty.
0: I understand. And uh, something that we have in our country is that um, parents and some of the family members they will push you into having babies. Yes. Yeah. Like every time you meet them, they're like, oh my God, when is the baby coming? They're like, Well, come on, wait. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I saw many mothers or fathers that uh, didn't know anything about uh, a baby. Yeah. And this is uh, very bad.
0: It is. It is horrible. Uh, because again, uh, in this society in the situation of our country, with, with all these financial problems and everything that we have, Maybe, you know, having a baby is not even a very good, like, you know, idea to have. But then people push you into doing stuff. It's the exact same thing. We have... This is a cultural problem, basically. That when you're not married, uh, it's the question that everybody... Hey, when are you getting married? Like, it's (laughs) my... It is your duty. (laughs) Exactly. It's my duty to have, uh, like, you know, have a wife. And then it's my duty to have a baby. And it's... This is um, basically how... Uh, maybe in the past, they would value your life based on these stuff. They would say, um, yeah, he's, he's had a very good life because he's had a wife and he's had two children and he's seen his, uh, you know, children, like, you know, he's like different generations. Like, come on, like, you know, this is not, and how you have a baby. Your
1: life. They ask uh, when the, the second baby comes
0: it never stops like yes. it, when you have the third baby they would say oh is there a fourth baby coming like it just it's something that it's just a misconception and i think it's a cultural problem that we have yes. yeah so uh, thank you so much thank you so very much for your time it's it was a it was an honor to sit down and talk to you uh because i owe my life to a pediatrician so i respect all the pediatricians in the world because of that <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for your time uh, is there anybody you like to challenge And uh, you want them to have the same experience that you've had, to be in the podcast, and uh, maybe talk about anything. It could be from any subject, basically. So do you want to challenge anybody? Psychologist. Psychologist, okay, fine. Psychiatrist. Okay, that's... Oh my God, if that happens, I have so many questions.
1: psychiatric disease is... uh, The rate of psychiatric disease in our country is very high. Uh And uh, we uh, consider it a taboo. Uh-huh. And uh, we didn't like to go to a psychiatrist, or psychologist. Mm-hmm. We think that uh, how other people uh, will think about us uh, if yeah. we go to a psychiatrist. Uh,
0: thank you so much. It's, uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, I hope to um, see you soon again. And maybe, like yeah, I, I always say this to all my guests on the podcast. I would love to have a second episode, basically, to because every time an episode comes goes out, uh, like uh, the um, my the audience and like the my followers will ask me so many different questions. Why didn't you ask this question? Why didn't you ask that question? So if that happened, uh, it I'm would ready. be an honor to yes to sit down and talk to you again. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in.